So brethren, pleasure being here once again. And glory to God for all those who listen to these segments on a weekly or daily basis. And I do hope, I honestly do hope that the messages being shared over time has brought some level of help and understanding, even clarity on issues that you might have or questions that you might have. So brethren, as I've always indicated, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And today's segment, um, I would like to touch on the topic of unused church funds in a bank are like overnight manna on a plank. So brethren, I'll start. In my last segment, I dealt with one of the pitfalls that is usually associated with Christians being rich. And I trust that you were thereby helped. In today's segment, however, I shall deal with an evil that grieves the heart of God and hinders the growth of Christ's church on planet Earth. The issue under review is the incidents in which some churches, instead of being good stewards of God's finances, adopt the attitude of the unprofitable servant and stock away large sums of money in the bank, while other sister assemblies and other churches cannot see the financial light of day. Brethren, we all know the seriousness with which Jesus views such misdemeanors. By the drastic penalty meted out for such abhorrent behavior. Accordingly, he relieved the unprofitable servant of his outlay, gave it to the one who turned in a profit on his investment, then confined him to outer darkness where his eternal employment will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So one can read Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 30, but focus on verses 24 to 30 in particular. Coming closer to home, what was the Apostle Paul's teaching on the question of one assembly assisting another needy assembly? And the following text leaves no room for argument, but is instead a loud appeal for trans assembly assistance. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 13 to 15, and it states, For I mean not that other men be eased and ye be burdened, but by an equality that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their wants, that their abundance also may be a supply for your wants, that there may be equality. As it is written, he that had gathered much had nothing over, and he that had gathered little no lack. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 13 to 15. Now my question today, brethren, is... What then can we learn from the scripture shared today? And the answer to that question is, 
If nothing else, the following should not be missed. God's desire is that there be reciprocative assistance among respective assemblies. This allows for equality of financial burden sharing. As a basis for this directive, the apostle to and teacher of the Gentiles, as we read in Romans chapter 11 verse 13, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, and the 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11, drew heavily upon an Old Testament principle that God instituted when he first gave manna to the Israelites. This can be verified by reading Exodus chapter 16 verse 4 and verses 16 to 18. By the introduction of that principle in Exodus chapter 16 verses 16 to 18, God ensured that everyone's need was met. In addition, it was his way of teaching the Israelites. And I'll be reading Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18, which thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But did the Israelites immediately obey that directive? Let the Bible assist us with the answer. And I'll be reading from Exodus chapter 16 verse 4, which states, Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. So the scripture that I just read, that was God-given promise. Moses subsequently added, and I'll be reading from Exodus chapter 16, verses 16 to 21, which states, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Gather of it every man after his eating, and omer for every man, according to the number of your persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet or measure it with an omer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms, and the stank, and Moses was wroth with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. That was Exodus chapter 16, verses 16 to 21. So from the scripture shared and the story given and the incident that we saw occurred. Therefore, we know that it is God's intention that there be no lack in any part of his body, while some sections enjoy a surplus, which they simply stuck away in some bank. From Exodus chapter 16 verse 20, Brethren, we saw that the excess manner which the Israelites tried to save up breadworms, 
and so shall it be with those excess sums which some assemblies believe they are saving for apart for breeding worms the economic heat of these end times shall melt them away just as the hot sun melted the manna in moses day so that's exodus chapter 16 verse 21 and i want you brethren to mark my words because of the principle established by the apostle paul in second corinthians chapter 8 verses 13 to 15 and his directive to bishop timothy in second timothy chapter 2 verse 2 we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it is god's desire that the body of christ follow this said principle of sharing in order that the needs of the entire body might be met now when we link this exodus chapter 16 verse 4 exodus chapter 16 verse 16 to 18 passage with the apostles teaching in second corinthians chapter 8 verses 13 to 15 we can rightly conclude that unused church money in the bank will end just like overnight manner on a it will either breed worms or it will melt therefore if you do not wish to experience the what was shared today or share the same fate as the unprofitable servant start immediately to share your abundance with your less fortunate brethren and assemblies that have genuine needs for as proverbs chapter 21 verse 13 states whoso stuffeth his ear at the cry of the poor he also shall cry himself but shall not be heard so as i come to a close brethren dear fortunate saints of god read this timely word carefully consider diligently what jesus taught about that servant who hid his lord's money instead of investing save are you prepared to face jesus the final judge in your unprofitable state i know you aren't therefore i hereby appeal to you to listen and respond quickly to the cries of your less fortunate brothers and sisters who are now in need of your assistance. By so doing, you would not only be helping a fellow sojourner, but you would be protecting yourself against future economic disaster. The latter, my brethren and my friends, is no joking matter. So brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I do hope the message shared today would be one that will not be overlooked, that will not be ignored, but will be clearly understood and changes will come. So brethren, have a safe and productive week. Remember Jesus Christ love you. I love you. Be returning and as I've always said, Please prepare yourselves for his return. Right? Surround yourselves, brethren, with the word and with people who love you. Spend time, spend time, spend time reading the word on a daily basis, meditating on the word. The scriptures comfort us, it helps us, 
and it brings clarity. Ask God for clarity and for understanding of areas that you are struggling. My segments are here for those who need a little clarity or need to understand topics or issues that might pose a challenge to them. We are all here on earth for a purpose. God created each and every one of us for his kingdom. So brethren, I love you. Jesus Christ loves you. Have a blessed and productive week.